Welcome to the How to Love Yourself No Matter What podcast. My name is Amanda Hess, and I am a certified life coach. If you are like me, you know that self-love is important. But did you know that it's the number one thing missing when it comes to creating a life you love? Listen in, friend. I'm going to share all my secrets because you deserve to love yourself starting now. Hello, and welcome to episode number 23, Money Church. So before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you know about something that is coming in October that you, as my podcast listener, need to know about. So for the last couple of years, I have only offered one-to-one private coaching as my way of helping you. And listen, one-to-one private coaching is amazing. But I can only help a few people at a time. And it's expensive to do one-to-one coaching, so it's not for everyone. That's why I have been creating a whole new program that is more accessible and that more women can be a part of at any given time. And I have taken everything that I have learned mentoring and coaching my private clients and put it in this program. This program is for anyone that wants to change their emotional experience. It is for anyone that wants a better relationship with themselves. It is for anyone who wants to love the life they are living and can't quite seem to figure out how to change it. So many of us have lots of tools and frequently people tell me they know exactly what they should be doing, but they just aren't doing it. And the hard truth is that really this means that you don't actually know how to do it. Okay, so here's an analogy for you. My husband is an electrician. He has a bunch of tools and I know what all of them do, but I do not know how to wire a house because I don't know how to use the tools to create that. I would need to go to school for four years like him to learn that. Right. And I remember when I was in therapy And I completed dialectical behavior therapy. And I had this truly enormous book of tools, mindfulness, mindfulness exercises, grounding exercises, nervous system regulation exercises. And I never used it because it was so overwhelming and because I had no idea where to even start or how to use them in a way that would actually benefit my life. This program that I'm going to be offering in October is going to teach you, it's going to teach you how to know what tools you need to use and when you need to use them for your specific situation. This program is going to give you the education you need to create the changes you actually want to make in your specific life. And nobody's life is the same. So I'm going to release a lot more details as we get closer to the launch. But if you want to make sure that you get all of the information, you need to go to joinamanda.ca and sign up to get on the wait list. That way you will know everything you need to know. And let me tell you, you are going to want to be one of the first to know because there are bonuses that I'm offering for those that decide to sign up first. And it's only for the people that sign up first. So head on over to joinamanda.ca to get on that list. Okay. You ready? Let's dig in to today's episode. 
talking about money church. So money is one of those things that is a five-letter word, but often feels like a four-letter word. Money can create family feuds. Money can lead to divorce. Money can make your life and money can break your life. That's what we think. But none of that is actually true. And what I'm going to tell you is that money is so neutral. And how do I know that? I know that because we all feel differently about different amounts of money. Some people think a million dollars is a lot, and some people think it's not enough. Some people think $100,000 is enough, and some people think it's not enough. Some people think $10 million is a lot of money, and other people think it's not enough. It was never the money that causes the problems. It's always the drama surrounding the money, right? So we all have money beliefs, right? We all have things that we believe about money and we don't all believe the same things. And our money beliefs come from lots of different places. It comes obviously probably from our upbringing, right? From our parents, how they handled money, how they talked about money with us, how they used money with us, how they taught us to use our money. It comes from society and what society has to think about money. It comes from our careers. It comes from the books we read. It comes from the news we consume. This is where our money beliefs come from. And we want to really start finding out how do these beliefs serve me and how do these beliefs not serve me, right? Because there are money beliefs that will make your life better. And there are money beliefs that will make your life worse. And what I want you to know is that you can always change what you think and what you believe about money. And when you do, that's how you change the results in your life when it comes to money. So there have been times in my life where I have been hiding from my money because I'm scared of my money right? There have been times when I don't look at my money because I think money is out of my control because I think money is something that's difficult to hold on to because I think I'm irresponsible with money. And when I think those things, it makes me feel anxious, which shuts me down. And then I hide. And what I mean by that is I don't look at the money, right? I don't, I overspend because I'm unwilling to look and see if I have enough money to spend that money. And I'm worried that I won't have enough. I am sitting there in this situation of not knowing what's going on in my bank account, feeling anxious, and then spending from a place of anxiety. Now, some people do the opposite. They feel that anxiety and they start hoarding and they don't pay any money for anything. And they're unwilling to look at ways that they could improve their life by spending money. Now, there's other times in my life where when it comes to money, I have been anxiously hovering. I've been like that smothering parent to my money, where I'm checking it multiple times a day, where I am over analyzing what's happening with it constantly, where I'm making how much money I'm bringing in mean something about me and my worth. And I have to constantly look at it. Now, here's the thing. Both of these things are a problem. And here's why. Because what we think about money ends up in our results. So if we think there isn't enough money, we will go about taking actions in our life that prove that to be true. And the result will be there isn't enough money. 
And if we think that spending money is selfish, we will go about our lives doing activities that are supportive of that thought. And then we literally are selfish with our money. There is such a connection between what we think about money and what we create. And we get really lost in the weeds of that because we can't see what we can't see. We can't see that how we are thinking about money is directly affecting the way that we have a relationship with money. So I titled this episode Money Church because I have been implementing a um, what am I trying to call it? I'm implementing a system <laughs> where we look to change our relationship with money and I've called it money church. Okay. So in money church, what we do, first of all, we look at the facts and the facts are how much money do I have? How much money is coming in? How much money is going out? How much money do I have saved? How much debt do I have? What are the facts of the money? right? And then we also look at the drama, okay? We need to look at the drama. But to even get there, to even get to the place where you can look at the facts and look at the drama, we need to look at our thoughts about our relationship with money, okay? Because as I said, if we think money is hard, if we think money is scarce, if we think we are irresponsible or not capable of having a good relationship with money, we will truly always prove ourselves right, And because those thoughts will create anxiety, that will then create actions that lead to not having a good relationship with money, right? So how do you change it? It's actually a pretty simple process. Number one, you want to be looking at your money on a regular basis. And what I mean is looking at it once a week. Number two, you need to decide that you are good with money and decide that you love money. Number three, you need to allow for all the doubt that you're going to feel about those thoughts that we're trying to think on purpose and allow for all of the negative emotions that are going to show up even on the day when you're supposed to look at it. Number four, you're going to create a plan. You're going to create a plan of what you're going to do with your money. And then you're just going to rinse and repeat every week. Because what is really true is what we pay attention to gross. Okay. So by not looking at your money, you are paying attention to that voice inside of you that is telling you that money is scarce and you don't know how to handle it. And by looking at your money and changing the way you talk to yourself and think about yourself in relationship to money, you start getting good at money and your relationship will improve. And this is the same for people. By the way, this is the same coaching that I would give somebody in their marriage. This is the same coaching I would give somebody in their business. This is the same coaching I'd give to somebody with respect to weight loss. So I am really, really passionate about helping you improve your relationship with money. And I have been directly working with myself on my own relationship with money. And this is something that is a living, breathing thing. Okay, the circumstances of your money are perpetually changing. Money comes in, money goes out. There's unexpected expenses, there's unexpected potentially windfalls, there's all the things that happen in, happen in the middle, right? So our circumstances about money are always changing. So our relationship with money is not different than having a relationship with a person. 
It is a living, breathing thing. It is something that we want to be continually giving our attention to in a way that is creating the experience that we want to create. If you want a more positive relationship with money, the best way that you can do it is by taking the steps that I've laid out for you, right? Number one, look at your money on a regular basis. Number two, decide you are good with money and decide that you love money. Number three, allow for the doubt and negative emotions. Number four, create a plan. And number five, rinse and repeat every week. So here's what I have for you. I um, want to offer you to join my money church. Now, this isn't a paid thing, okay? This is a free thing. I am going to host a weekly call. You can come live. I will walk you through the process. And then after I've walked you through the process, I will give you time to implement the process. We'll do it together. I'm doing it with you. This is, you're going to be a part of my process. Okay. So we do this together and then I will offer you some coaching if you need it. And it's free. It's every Friday. It's going to be every Friday. Okay. At 1030 AM Pacific. And there will be a recording, but I highly, highly encourage you to figure out how you could join me live. Make a commitment, show up for yourself. It has been my experience that when I show up to classes live, I actually do the work. So if you want to have this result, I want you to be in a position where you are getting the help and support you need. Okay. And this is a little taste. This is a little taste of what it's like to work with me, but it's also a little taste of my process and what works for me. And I want you and I to do it together. So this is, this is a group thing. This is something where I'm supporting you and you're supporting me because I'm being accountable to you. Okay. And you're being accountable to me and it's a win-win situation. So you don't need to come to all of them. Okay. You don't come need to come to every Friday. You could only come to one of them, but what I want you to know is that you are welcome to join all of them and you can come join my free Facebook group to get the link to join us every Friday. And I'm going to give you the address, the web address for that. Okay. So it is www.facebook.com slash groups slash Amanda Hess. You will also find that note in the show notes. Okay. So that is everything that I've got for you. I am so excited for this Friday. I hope you are too. And I hope to see you every other Friday. And don't forget to get on my wait list for my new program. If you are really looking at having a completely different experience with your relationship with yourself, this is the place you want to be. And you go to joinamanda.ca. Okay. So that's a lot. I know, but I know you can handle it and I will see you here next week. Okay. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can look forward to a new episode of this podcast every week. And Hey, if you like this podcast, do me a favor and leave a review. When you do, it helps this podcast grow and it allows me to help more women just like you. And if you just know that you need help putting this all together, why don't you book a free consult with me? We can talk about you and what's happening in your life and put a real plan in place to manage the stress and anxiety for good. Just head on over to amandahess.ca slash book a call to set that up.